Oh, is it rolling? Yep, you're oh, rolling. Okay. Yep. Uh, funny story, I was hosting my first multi-million dollar open house. I right. go in, it was this beautiful contemporary home, all glass windows. I stroll up and there are dead birds all over the lawn because they hit the glass, the window, and then oh, they died. Right. So I had yeah. about five dead birds before my open house. It's crystal um, clear. Yeah, and I, I had to clean it up and that was a... Uh, that was, I was screaming the whole time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this was like, I was like, you gotta get him out of there because people are gonna walk in <laughs> well, and be yeah. like, what's wrong with this house? Well, and then in <laughs> Asia, dead birds are bad luck um, in a lot of religions too. Okay, so, yeah, I was uh, in my Louboutins, like with my little broom trying to. I never heard that. Dead birds are bad luck? Yeah, they're bad luck, super bad luck. I mean, it sounds like it should just be bad luck. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so and are you calling your husband? <laughs> like, there's dead birds everywhere. And... Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, and I have just a lot of. Uh, you know, stories of when I found out my clients were uh, drug dealers. Uh, that's always fun, right? When you're uh, doing the whole apartment locating game, trying to help them find an apartment, then you realize that they have no income. You don't know where their income's coming from. It's all cash. And, you know, you slowly start finding out things you wish you didn't know. Right? Yeah. yeah. What mean, do you do in that situation, you know? You just try to be as nice as possible, right? Because you don't want to get on their bad side. Well, yeah, because you can't call them out, right? Yeah, you know, or you just... Or are they pretty forthcoming? I mean, I can almost see, like, sometimes, but I, well, I, I don't I don't know. I mean, I haven't been around Well, you know, they would just, like, make so. me kind of guess what they did. They sure. wouldn't confirm it, but, like, yeah. We do, we just, you know, make... We're just importing, exporting. <laughs> we have a business. Importing, exporting. <laughs> That's exactly we're export. what it is. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's complicated. Just yeah, yeah, Don't worry yeah. about it, but exactly. it's, it's cash, it's cash, okay. Um, oh, but I have a great story. You know, one time um, I had a uh, client. She was an entertainer. Um, you know, she worked at a gentleman's club and I helped her find an apartment and she referred all of her entertainment friends to me and that was great because I had like 20 leases in one month all from girls that worked at sure. the same gentleman's club. It was great. Right, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Crazy. Never know. Alright, well now you do know. <laughs> Julia Wang hooked them up. Yeah. That's funny. Alright. back. I'm your host, Taylor Waithofer, to another edition of Disruption Nation. Today, our guest, Julia Wang. Thank you so much for being on the show. Excited to catch up with you a little bit. It's yeah. been, been a long time coming. So, uh, I first got to know Julia a couple years ago. She was one of the very first rising stars that we featured in the Houston Real Producer Real Estate Publication. And come a long way since then. So, you know, we were just talking uh, just a second ago where she's a uh, Right around 29 million, right, for this year for so this far? For this year, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, which is fantastic, congratulations. Thank you. you know, she said her goal was 20 and hit 29. That's uh, not a bad way to finish out the <laughs> it year. It definitely isn't. You know? So let's see, from Dallas, um, currently here in Houston, went to UT, mm -hmm. right? So you were there for 11 years. Yeah. So um, surprised you left, <laughs> you know, after well, 11 I years. Well, I didn't want to, but my husband's job brought me down here. Um, okay. And I hated Houston, honestly, um, my first year, but I got into real estate and, you know, grew to love it. I love Houston now. It's my favorite city in Texas and I've lived in all three major cities, so. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So why do you like Houston better than Dallas? Because that's a big, like, interstate uh, rival right there. Yeah, you know, I'm, bi I think... I'm biased at Houston, obviously, <laughs> but, you know. 
Um, I like Dallas, but I think Dallas is just a little bougie, you know, and I think Houston yeah. just has a little bit more flavor. We're a little bit more real, uh, which I like. Um, and yeah, just more culture. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're like the uh, the Yankees of Texas, right? <laughs> Something like that. I'm not pissing yeah. people off. I don't know, but um, sorry, Dallas people. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know, right? So, um, so what else? So, two little ones, five and four year old, mm -hmm. and, uh, and only five years in real estate. You know, so you were uh, marketing consulting for uh, for Dell, or you know, how long did you do that before you got in real estate? Um, so yeah, after I graduated, and it took me a while to graduate from college because uh, I've had little breaks here and there. But after college, I you know went into marketing. I went the whole corporate route. Uh, decided to do marketing consulting. Um, it was gr great. I mean, I worked from home, but you know, I found that it wasn't something I was really passionate about. I did that for about three, four years. Yeah, before I made the plunge into real estate. I mean, it's not a bad gig. You're working from home, but it just wasn't up your alley at all. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, when you wake up and you don't feel passionate about what you're doing or you're like constantly oh, yeah. thinking about other things, um, I think that just tells you that you're not on the right path. And to me, you know, it's a waste of time, you know, even if it, you're making good money, even if it's convenient, um, I think it's really important to, you know, live your best life and do what makes you truly happy. Yeah, that's fantastic. And then so, and then, yeah, you so you fell in love with real estate mm -hmm. and um, walk me through that. You have just 10 people on your team, by the way, right now. So let's talk a little bit about like how you've positioned yourself. You probably haven't had 10 people for the last five years, you know, yeah, so, yeah. and uh, I know you'll have a Nan and company and they have a fantastic mentor uh, program that I'm gonna ask you about too. So yeah, just tell me a little bit about, about the shop and how, how you're set up. Okay, yeah, so about a year ago, I decided to kind of start my own team and the reason why I did that was because I had a lot of uh, new agents uh, reaching out to me on Instagram um, saying, hey, you know, can I work under you? Can I get trained by you? So that's kind of when the program started. So basically now I have a mentoring program. It's not like any other team, you know, all of your production, it does not go under my name. That goes under your name. You know, my goal is to really train you and help you become an agent on your own. Gotcha. Uh, what's the failure rate of agents? Like 90% their first year Isn't or something. It's something crazy. And I think the reason why is because they don't really have someone telling them what to do, you know? So with me, it's really kind of like I hold your hand and walk you through the first six months, um, teaching you how to get leads, doing all of that. Um, on my team, you're really with me for a max of six months. If by six months you're not closing deals, I mean, to be honest, real estate's probably not for you. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, <laughs> so, uh, but most of my team, you know, especially the really good ones, by four months, I mean, they graduate from my team. Once you graduate, I mean, you're still at Nan and Company Properties, obviously, but okay. um, you're kind of like your own agent. So yeah, it really is something that I started just to help other agents. I you really started the mentorship program yeah. at Nan. Okay, mm -hmm. fantastic. Um, and I really, I mean, to be honest, I would have a have a lot more free time if I didn't have this team. Um, but you know, it's just I've had so many people, you know, help me get to where I am today, and it's almost like I feel obligated to kind of pass that on. And I don't think you're truly successful until you help other people become successful. That's so true. Yeah. Absolutely. So now, how many agents are in the office? Oh, oh. at Nan. Um, um, so right now, I believe I think we have around seventy agents, which is crazy because when I first started, I was like the fifth agent. Well, to join. we met. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess. It was like fifteen to twenty 
agents yeah like when we first met yeah, a couple years yeah. ago in 17 is that yeah. is that accurate yeah that's accurate yeah 70 yeah it's all right crazy. Well, yeah that's, that's fantastic and we're getting just like big powerhouses so yeah it's great you know my broker nancy i mean she works so hard she's you know my inspiration she's kind of my mentor and just i mean just seeing how much she was able to grow her business is really inspiring for me you know especially now that i have my own team so um are there other agents that are doing the mentorship program within your office um i believe that there's a you know they there's agents that have like maybe like one or two people under them um i think with me you know people think i'm crazy because i have 10 agents under me um so as of right now no but maybe next year you know i mean that would be great if more agents you know um started this program because i really do think you know the more you give the more you get and you know that's kind of what i what i want our brokerage to you know be known as and and so the, the the agents that you're coaching and mentoring are they do they first join nan and then they see and are attracted to what you're doing or do they have nothing to do with nan and company and they're like uh, okay instagram or whatever and then yeah. and then they come to you and then they're like now that we're going to be affiliated with Nana Company because they, you know, obviously yeah, they came over for, for sure. For yeah, I mean, a lot of the agents they just find me on Instagram. So a lot of the the agents come directly onto my team. So my team's kind of like the training camp, right? Like pledging, right? If you're in a fraternity or sorority, right. like you you're not officially Nan, right? You're just like this is a trial period, this right? Is a trial. To see if you you're Hayes <laughs> with Julia, and then you might graduate and be with Nana. That's so that's kind of how I mean, okay. I was in a sorority, and honestly, that's kind of how I set it up, right? Where it's like a pledging period you know you prove yourself you know the i see so many agents coming in especially new agents acting so entitled you know or thinking that they know everything and i'm mm -hmm. like you yeah. haven't even sold the house right like yeah. so yeah. um and but you know they just don't know how competitive it is right so yeah. with me it's like the agents i'm looking for are the agents that are willing to work hard and be that one percent because that's really what it takes to succeed in this industry so true yeah and so um Carly, let's see. Holidays, right? Right now. Yeah. So tell me about your um I saw a little bit of your Halloween party. Yeah, right? yeah. And then you're doing some cool stuff for it. Tell me about the Halloween party. Yeah, so I mean Halloween is my favorite holiday. It's always been. Nice. I've always loved dressing up. Uh so a couple years ago, you know, I love costume parties in general. Um, this year I threw, you know, a really big Halloween bash. It was a client appreciation party, uh, you know, because I think it's just a good time. For Are all you blended client get... appreciation Halloween? Okay. Yeah, so okay. I, you know, invite all of my past clients, all of my, you know, current clients, future clients. We all come, we hang out. So I rented a warehouse downtown. I okay. hired entertainment. We had like Cirque du Soleil type people. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, catering, food, um, you know, lots of media there, lots of press. Um, so yeah, it just really is a time for me to, you know, show how thankful I am, you know, for their business, for their referrals. And, you know, I love it because I see clients that I haven't seen in like three years, you know, and they'll come to my party and we kind of catch up and yeah. I can kind of see, you know, how their house is going, the house that I sold them, right? Yeah, I can yeah. kind of see how it is. So yeah, I mean, with all of my clients, you know, not only are they just my clients, but most of them become my friends, you know? I mean, I think when Absolutely. you're going through the house buying process it's such an emotional thing right um i mean a lot of the times i'm like am i a psychiatrist or psychologist you are I mean, you better believe I, it yeah, you know i know i know, I know what y'all go through what you deal with it's in your a lot um that's a more difficult part right dealing with people's emotions so you know after we close you know i mean i feel like i know these people i feel like i'm like a part of their family mm -hmm. right and um so you know to me you know they're my friends 
you know so all of my clients I like keeping in touch with them I like knowing what they're doing obviously it's very hard to see them all the time like when we were working on the deal together so that's why I have you know a, you know parties like this and next year I already have I'm already planning every year I have a theme so this year right, uh, was a circus it. theme party but so, it's always a surprise until the day of of the party. Mm -hmm. So right. I had a 90s party. I had like an Aladdin Arabian night. All these party. are Halloween though, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so next year is going to be bigger and better. I'm actually changing my venue. Um, I mean, honestly, I'm probably expecting about 300 to 500 people. So what? if you want to come, then buy a house for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it takes. Right? There you go. Oh, man. So uh, back, to, back to, I'm curious on the, uh, on, the, on the work aspect of it and the men's work program so you know i mean keller williams and you know a lot of different brokerages have some sort of training in yeah exactly centers. so why how is it kind of set up you know because this might be um, there might be some people that are checking this out they want to you know yeah they're, yeah. they're, they're interested in, in, in jumping on board oh yeah and, i mean there's so many brokerages keller williams for example has a great great training program 100%. you know do you Fantastic. come in and you train for you know um i don't know <clears throat> two months or something like that right uh with me to be honest, I'm not really a school person, right? I, I can't just sit there and listen to someone talk, right? Like, and I, I'm, yep. I don't like that. That's not the way that I learn. I'm feeling we know? probably learn the same way. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm not either. Um, Strapping me, me down is part like, of you. Yeah, with me, with my, with me, I like just have to go out and do it. And then yeah. I'll learn from there, right? Yeah. So that's kind of how I set up my team. She's Basically, when you come onto my team, I throw you to the wolves. I'm like, start closing Take deals. You know, exactly, yeah. right? Um, and, you know, I see a lot of agents are like, why well, need the appropriate training? I'm like, why do you need a training on how to get a million dollar buyer when you didn't, haven't even closed a lease, right? So it's like, with me, it's like, I'll train you appropriately as needed rather than bombard you with all this information that you don't need that you'll probably forget, right? So with my team, I mean, they all know that they can call me anytime. Right. So every contract that they write, I have to go through, obviously. Um, but, you know, they uh, know that they can text me, they can call me, we can do one on ones. And that's basically I just want them to know that there is someone backing them up and supporting them, because a lot of the times you go into this brokerage and no one really cares about you. Right. No one cares about whether you do well or not. You know, yeah. um, if you don't, you know, buy. If you do, that's great, right? Um, but with me, you know, everyone on my team, and I hope everyone that has been on my team or is on my team can, you know, agree that I genuinely do care for them, you know, and I do want them to succeed. And I've had people that have graduated from my team that one day are honestly going to surpass my numbers. I mean, they're amazing. And some of them are like in their mid twenties and I'm like, geez, like when I was in my mid twenties, I was like, so I was a hot mess. Right. So yeah. when I see these agents coming to my team and just killing it, I mean, I had one girl, I mean, in four months, she was a brand new agent. She closed like four house deals and did like 40 leases. I mean, it was insane, right? Um, so I know that what I teach works, you know? Um, and, you know, I genuinely do want them to succeed. And, you know, even after they cross on, they cross, that's a, that's a, that's a sorry word. Once, once they graduate, um, you know, I still keep in touch with them. You know, I still, we still do dinners or like team events where I'll invite them out. Um, they know, and they still do call me with questions, right? So it's not like I'm going anywhere, right? Like I'm always going to be there to help them, which I think is really important. I think with anything you do, you need a support system. And, and so um, now, now you're, so I understand and respect a whole lot the you know being there for them because that's that's huge and mm -hmm. obviously having somebody that's got experience and is consistently producing, that's uh, that's super important also. With um, 
your I guess the core foundation of what you're teaching and what you're good at that you're you know teaching your agents is it is it more like uh, their sphere and you know realtors or are there certain systems that leads are coming from like where's um, this come from like you well, know ask somebody that's never been in real estate go get 40 leases and four house deals well basically within I teach the first them like couple that. months so basically I'm literally giving away my secrets you know like I'm teaching them everything honestly that I did to get to where I am you mm. know and I know a lot of people are like oh my god like I'm gonna guard my secrets but like I just don't work that way I feel like there's more than enough business for everyone especially in Houston right because we yeah. have so many people moving in every day so I'm literally teaching you everything that I did you know and I'm like these are the steps you need to take and I tell everyone I can take you to the water but I can't make you drink it right so yeah. I'll teach the exact same thing some people will take it and run with it and just be awesome yeah. and some people they can't even close like one lease and I'm like how is the person next to you closing four leases and you can't even close one right so yeah. um that's kind of the thing you know and i think with people on my team uh within the first month i know whether or not they have what it takes you know not that they're not going to succeed in real estate if they you know if they they're not on my team anymore it's just that's not what i'm looking for right i'm looking for a certain type of agent probably more like myself right that yeah. just has that drive where you know and it's just 24 7 real estate because in order to be successful i mean that's really what it takes like eat sleep you know real estate yep like yeah. attracts like for sure <laughs> so so where do you see not necessarily uh your yourself i mean that too but like four or five years from now just the market as a, as a whole you know, what direction do you think is going in the world uh, that you sit in? You know, being um, the, being I mean, the honestly, I feel like, you know, and I always say this to the people on my team, I think it's going to be very important in the future. Maybe it is slowly becoming more important, but I think more than ever in the future to have a social media presence. You know, I see these realtors. I mean, they're amazing realtors. I respect them so much, but they've been practicing for about 30, 40 years and they just don't, I mean, they don't even have an Instagram account. Right. And to mm -hmm. me, I'm like, how is that even possible? I'm this year alone. I think 10 million of my sales came directly from Instagram. These are cold leads that just contacted me. Right. So, um, I think it is, going to go more that way like an influencer type based you know because we're in sales yeah. right at the yeah. end of the day we're selling ourselves right so yeah. people want them. to know who they are you know a house is a house right but it's like they want to work with someone that has the knowledge that they like you mm -hmm. know um and that they can trust yeah, yeah. no that, that's huge so uh so instagram that's that's your favorite what else do you uh, leverage in your business with your team um, as far as what? Social so, media. Yeah, social media. Um, so lately I've, you know, hooked up with like a uh, photographer and a videographer. So we've been starting to make videos, which I was not comfortable with at first. Um, sure. But, you know, I really had, you know, I always ask myself, what can I do that most realtors aren't doing, you know? Yeah. Um, and now I feel like a lot of realtors are doing what I used to do, which is like taking pictures, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, okay, well, I need to take it a step up and I'm going to start doing videos, right? So um, that's really going to be my goal for next year is really just stepping up on my videos, obviously, you know, um, my videos have been very popular. Um, so hopefully it just continues and just trying to find more creative ideas to, um, you know, do things that most realtors haven't even thought of. How many TikTok videos have you done? <laughs> I've done like, that's one thing I'm trying to learn. I've done like three, right? Yeah. And I was obsessed with TikTok for a while. But the thing is, no one my age is on TikTok, right? So I make these videos <laughs> yeah. and I have these like 13 year old boys following me and I'm like, that's not my target audience. That is what I was 10 years are going to be college, you know, right? business. Like, you're you're I playing can't, the scenes. You know, just... <laughs> yeah, so it's like, 
I'm, I'm, you know, I'm doing that, but it's just, you know, I, I, to me, I find it a little bit difficult because none of my friends are on there, you know? Um, but I still do love TikTok. So yeah, um, I play with it all the time and um, it's just interesting to see how, you know, it really is a generational thing. Like no one our age really has it. Whereas yeah. every 12, 13 year old does, you know, it's, it's pretty insane. It, it is. Um, yeah. And it's kind of difficult to use. And I think they do that on purpose, you know, so that old people like me can figure <laughs> it out. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't cracked that one yet. You know, I've yeah. been playing with it a little bit, but yeah. um, I saw one of your videos and was, Well, I mean, people are the, like yeah. such good dancers on it. I'm like, shit, you know, like yeah. I can't do that. <laughs> like how am I supposed to compete with that? You know? I'm right there with you though. There's uh, there's videos is, is is huge and uh, and it's been fun. Like uh, Cole Watkins was on here a couple weeks ago, and I've been watching. That's been a big thing. His coach just like you got sure doing videos and just mm -hmm. incorporating that in his business. And uh, you got to you got to get with the times. And um, but For I'm right sure. there with you. I had never done videos. Yeah. When, <laughs> when we met, when you know the whole yeah, Houston yeah. producers uh -huh. thing first launched, and that's obviously a huge part of what we done. I mean, this you know the podcast and, and show is born out of uh, out of that. Just. There's a demand, there's a need there. There is, you know? and I think honestly people like videos because they kind of get a, more of a glimpse into their personality, right? You know, I think yeah. it's so easy to be something behind a photo, right? But you know, when you're on video, especially consistently, I mean, it, it's very hard to hide who you really are, right? To True. me. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I think I people that. like that because it's easier to tell, you know, humans, we all have that inborn intuition, right? So they yeah. can like watch someone and they could be like, okay, I like her, right? She seems so genuine, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I know exactly what you're talking about because it's uh, sometimes one-on-one, -on -one, you might feel like you're, you have the opportunity to connect with somebody, but yeah. you know, outside of that, if you're in a big office or whatever, you're not gonna get the one-on-one -on -one time. And exactly. then it's like, well, how the hell do I even know who that person is? And yeah. so I, mean, that's, I think what you're doing is phenomenal. You know? Yeah, I mean, even when I get like a new lead, right? I mean. You know, I think nowadays people think it's just all about texting, but to me, I'm like, hey, I pick up and call them, and I'm like, let's mm -hmm. meet in person, right? Because yeah, yeah. I want to meet them first before anything else. Like, I don't want to sit there and text them all this info, you know? Yeah. So you know, you're uh, you know cracking on us with TikTok because it's you know younger generation, <laughs> but the phone call has lost a lot of leverage and power also with that. I feel like we're like a hybrid, we're right in the middle, okay? Because yeah, know, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm the same way. You know, if there's depending on what's going on, it, you pick up the phone, you're right. You know, and just calling, you can connect immediately and it's a lot exactly more. yeah and especially with a brand depending new on what it is but yeah. yeah yeah but if it's like a client that you've been working with for a while I mean a lot of my clients are doctors right so they're a hospital setting it's not like I could pick up and call them right so I'll text but sure. you know when it's like someone that's you're trying to get like a brand new lead like to me it's always important hey let's meet face to face because I want them to see me and I want them to you know trust me and you know know that I'm genuine right, right. All right, cool deal. I'm, I'm going to change gears on you a little bit. Okay, so okay. so here we are. We're 29 million for the year. Yeah, we're mentoring. We got 10 people on the team. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I mean, it's not all, you didn't come in that way, right? So, so what are some of the challenges, biggest obstacles, hurdles that you've encountered in your real estate career? How'd you overcome them? How can maybe a new agent, you know, um, avoid some of the same mistakes that, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy to think, you know, so when I first started real estate, I was six months pregnant. Um, right. And you know my kids are 14 months apart, so I was yeah. literally, you know, when my daughter was six months, I found out I was pregnant again. Um, and every agent knows that those two years of real estate are crucial, right? So I'll be honest, I mean, it was a lot of sacrifice. You know, uh, after I had my son, I was back at work within three weeks, two to three weeks. You know, wow. because in real estate you that can't. That's impressive. 
in real Mama estate. on the move, you know? <laughs> Um, and you know, my poor clients, I was like eight months pregnant. Like, take a baby, are you taking babies with you? Check out the kitchen. I'm like, my clients must have thought I was so crazy because I was literally huge and I was like trying to show these apartments and like oh, do all this stuff. Um, but you know, I am thankful for it because you know, it, it I have the grit, right? Um, mm -hmm. and I did everything that it took to be successful. Um, and I did start from the bottom and I worked my way up. You know, I didn't have these connections. You know, I didn't come from like family money or anything like that to where I, you know, just had a, almost a free pass, right? And that's great if you do. Um, but I didn't do that. I started off, you know, showing $600 apartments in the ghetto, you know, I mean, yeah. and that's really what it was. And I don't think a lot of agents realize how much sacrifice it took, you know, for the first three years, every Saturday and Sunday I was working. I mean, that's time off with my family, yeah, right? Yeah, that's I mean, a huge that's, sacrifice. That's sure. a huge sacrifice. And even to this day, I mean, even up until like a year ago was when I really stopped working both Saturday and Sunday. So now I only work one weekend day, you know? Um, and like, work is, mm -hmm, okay. I, you know, but you know, and it's like, yeah, the first three years, I mean, I, my husband was watching the kids on the weekend, you know, and I couldn't really do all of the family stuff like that. Right. So that was a huge sacrifice that I had to make right for uh, my career, you know, and I don't think a lot of people realize that, right. They're just like, Oh, they see, you know, million dollar listing or these realtors on Instagram sure. and they're yeah. like, Oh, it's like, all right like they're they think it's so easy right and I mean there have been so many um, you know I think for me too you know especially as like a minority right it was a lot harder for me to break it right to the luxury world and for people honestly to take me seriously you know um, and that's you know um, I Nancy obviously you know she uh, is Hispanic and she was able to do that so that's why she was kind of like a mentor to me and I saw that she was able to you know shatter those ceilings and so I wanted to kind of do the same um, and now it's like I look back and you know before I was like oh I just feel like they don't take me seriously I'm young like I'm a minority you know I haven't lived in Houston for that long um, but it really was just honestly just saying F it you know and doing it anyways rather than letting that fear hold me back from even trying, right? Yeah. Yeah. What's well, inspiring? You got one <laughs> heck of a story, you know, and um, man, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that we're getting to showcase it right here a little bit. Actually, will you tell our listeners how to get a hold of you, by the way? Oh, yeah. Um, you can get a hold of me. The best way is going to be through Instagram. So my handle is Julia Wang underscore HTX. And I do read all of my DMs. Um, and, you know, before you even ask to come to my team, I do ask that you be licensed um, before you even reach out to me. So there you yeah. go. Get your license. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Don't be motivated by HDTV either. No, but um, all right. So a couple questions before we get out of here. Um, what um, What's your favorite restaurant in town and what do you order there? Okay, this is going to <laughs> My favorite restaurant is in Chinatown. It's Ch like... $30 all you can eat. It's called Shabby Zone. It's like a hot pot place. Um, and you know, it's so funny because my husband and I, for our anniversary dinner, we were gonna go to Mad, right? And that's like the hot spot, right? Mm -hmm. And last minute, I'm like, you know what? Like, I don't want to go to Mad. I just want to put my sweats on and go to Shabby Zone. So that's how good it is. Nice. Super good. Yeah, a lot like home, homey food. Um, so that's it. I mean, to, you know, I guess a fancy restaurant. I mean, you can never, to me, you can never go wrong with Cotta Robata. I love their uh, scallop foie gras sushi. That's one of my, my guilty pleasures. There you yeah. go. Yeah. 
All right, fair enough. Uh, let's see, what about favorite musical artists or music genre? So funny you say that. So Spotify has this new thing where it gives you a recap of the year, like the most, the artists that you listen to the most. And right, the and then they mix it all yeah, up. Yeah, so yep. mine is Post Malone, and I spent about 1,200 hours listening to Post Malone this Jeez. year. God. <laughs> <laughs> right. When I went to his concert, I had like... That's your therapeutic Yeah, right I there. love Post Malone. Post Malone. Uh, he, he my, was just here recently. My friend, I went to his concert, so I was like second so row, amazing performer. Nice. And it's funny, one of my friends, her brother actually worked at like a chicken shop with Post Malone because he like grew up in Dallas. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I like his songs a lot. All right, fantastic. Yeah. Uh, what about a dream car? I have my dream car. What's your dream car? I have a G-Wagon. She's got a G-Wagon. Um, and, uh, but my next car, I told my husband I, was probably, I probably want to get this in two to three years. Hopefully my sales will continue. Uh, definitely the Bentley SUV. Nice. For sure, royal blue. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, what about dream vacay? Um, you know, you've been on or that you want to go on. I, I, I travel a lot. Um, mm. So I am actually going on my dream vacation. I'm going to Japan with my kids and my husband. We're gonna be there for two weeks in March and I'm wow. super stoked. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Gonna be it's gonna be cool. And we're gonna just travel all around Japan, uh, just, you know, in, in the train. So it's gonna be cool. Fantastic. Um, is there anything else you wanna share before we get out of here? I think we're about, about to wrap uh, it up. No, that. I, I got one more for you. Favorite product or brand that you can't live without? Starbucks. <laughs> Starbucks, I know. I cannot live without really my Starbucks. It's bad, I have an addiction, yeah. Yeah, you and millions of others, so <laughs> I think you're okay there. All right, awesome. Well, Julia, thank you All so right, much thanks. for being on. I appreciate it, guys. Disruption Nation, it's a show, podcast, platform that we uh, we have people that are disrupting their space in a positive way. So give us a like on YouTube. Check us out, your favorite podcast app. We're on Spotify, and uh, we drop one every uh, Tuesday at, um, I'm not even going to give you time. Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday at 2 o'clock, but yeah. All right, we'll see you there. We'll see you next time. Thanks so much. Bye.